Welcome to another Sessions on Life. I'm Josh, and our host is... Ubi Ntewo. And we've got a special guest today. Yes, 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 yes. I am stoked and excited to introduce a really good friend of mine, Jalen Chestnut, who's, um, I believe, an associate minister at... um. Of one of the churches here, we have a great relationship with. Yes, sir. Uh, the Rock, yes. the Rock, Ch- uh, the Rock Church here in Evansville. Jalen, dude, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. excited. You guys brought me up here. I'm looking out at this great view. I feel very important and special. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. Now, so uh, guys, today's episode, this is basically our concluding episode on the topic of prayer. As you guys remember, we started with, um, you know, our first episode on prayer being the nature of prayer. Uh, We discussed, um, after that, we followed up with the power of prayer. Uh, Last week, we discussed engaging in prayer. So uh, this week, we have a featured and special guest to walk us through or to, you know, to share the experience of how how prayer has, has impacted their lives, you know. So um, Jalen, you know, Jalen's a great friend of ours. He's actually he's a mutual friend. He knows. I, I didn't know. I had no yeah. clue until what, maybe just a few days ago that you and Jalen actually know each other. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I've known him for for some years. He's, yeah. Like, he's a little younger than I am, but. Don't date yourself. <laughs> Don't date yourself. Right? But that's okay. It's just a little bit. Just, just a few a little, days. Just a few days. <laughs> Liars. You guys but better yeah. repent later. <laughs> and so, yeah. so yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad to have him on. I know that, uh. You know, he's been serving in church for a few years, and I'm I'm really yeah. excited to uh, to hear some of his uh, testimonies, that sort of thing. Yeah. And so, you know, if you guys who are listening or maybe watching, like if you drop in the comments some of your testimonies or or just respond to what you hear today, yes, we'd love to absolutely. hear what you have to say. And so, so yeah, we're gonna jump yeah. into this thing. So, guys, just you know, just a quick recap. If you remember the very first episode, we had basically used. Um, uh, we'd use the Lord's Prayer as a guideline to explore the nature of prayer. Right. And then we had used First uh, John five fourteen through 15 as an outline to explore um, the power of prayer. And I think one of the interesting things that we touched on was the idea that the power is not so much in prayer as it is in who you're praying to. Okay. Right. right. Yep. So, um, I mean, that's just something that we hear a lot. Where yeah. We're like, oh, man, prayer is powerful, the power of prayer. I'm like, well, you know, like those of us who have been in church and been in the faith for some time, we know that what is meant. Right. We know that we don't literally mean that prayer is powerful. We know that what we are saying is that the God we pray through, through is faith in Jesus Christ is powerful. Yeah. But, you know, but sometimes those, those sayings, can be extremely, you know, can be extremely misleading. So that was something we touched on. Um, I remember also um, when we had, uh, I think something, another highlight, uh, you know, something we found interesting in the very first episode was that, you know, typically you hear people describe prayer as this um, two-way communication where God speaks to you and you speak back to God or you speak to God and God answers back. You know, so we had addressed that and we said, actually, you know, when we look at the Bible, you don't see any place in the Bible where prayer is described as this back and forth conversation with God, but okay. it's more so you speaking to God, and God can answer by give you by giving you what you want or what you're requesting. God can answer by not giving you what you're well, requesting, right, right, right. but that ultimately prayer is you communicating to God, and that the conversation element comes in through scripture, where it is in scripture that God is talking to you, okay. where the Holy Spirit is revealing God's will to you through scripture. And then you are communicating back through um, through prayer. So something that we thought, uh, you know, I think we use a really cool illustration 
like saying, hey, you know, if scripture and prayer, that scripture and prayer could be considered as a mobile phone. Okay. Where reading the word is the earpiece, right? Right. Whereas you're reading scripture, you're hearing from God and you're understanding God's purpose and God's will. And then prayer is the mouthpiece where you're now speaking back to God okay. um, through prayer. So, we, you know, we've come up with that as a simple illustration, which, you know, we thought, we thought was really cool. And then in the last episode, guys, you remember, we had said that, um, you know, a simple, um, a simple but solid way to understand how to engage in prayer is that when you, whenever you're communicating with someone, that you're communicating with that person based on the abilities and characters of that person, you know. So take, for example, the way you would talk to a five-year-old is mm-hmm. not the same way you talk to a 30-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Even if what you're saying is the same, but the way you would communicate it is called totally different and the reason why is because you are taking the abilities and the character of that person into consideration yeah so you know using that we said therefore our engagement in prayer is based on the attributes of god right the character and the nature of god so we touched on the fact that god's holy yep so if we're preaching to a holy god our purpose our desire has to be holy Um, yeah so our approach is different it's it's different but not based on our character but, but based on his character, right, since right. he's the one we're approaching, right? right? Um, we had said um, that uh, God is not only loving, but that no, we said that yeah, that God was not is not only holy, but that God is loving. Yeah. So if God is loving, then we have to come confident, right? To right. know that God does want us to come, and He welcomes us to come, and He desires to give us what we want, right? Because He's already given us the most important thing: His yeah. Son Jesus Christ. And, Amen. You know, you when know. we talked about like as you pray, that there's some requirements. Like if you know that there is uh, an issue that you have against your brother, that you should get that right before going into prayer, yes. because that's that's right, how right. we're commanded to pray. Yeah. So when you pray, pray like this, and it yeah. talked about forgiving others uh, as God is forgiving us, forgiving us. Yeah. And so if you haven't done those things and you you're planning to approach a holy God, then you know that something that you need to do. Yes. And so you know th- that was one of the things that I really liked yeah. about the. Uh, the whole topic of prayer, that there's a way that you do it. Yeah. And then um, I think the last one we touched on was um, God's character and attribute of sovereignty, mm-hmm. right? Saying, hey, so if you're coming to a sovereign God, then an essential aspect of engaging in prayer is yieldedness. You have to be surrendered right. to the will of God. If he is sovereign, then you're going to have to be okay with him not answering your prayer. And right? knowing that. Um, right. If he doesn't answer, it's, it's the best for it's you. It's the best for you. But also knowing, also coming in confidence, knowing that because he is sovereign, he's more than able to answer that prayer in a very powerful way. Right. You That's know? right. So we had used those, um, you know, we used those three character traits <coughs> to say, if when you take these three character traits of God into consideration, right, these three character traits, especially, but his other traits, basically, you know, guide and determine how, you right. engage, engage in prayer. So, you know, with, you know, just with that quick summary in mind, I wanna, we want, we want to, you know, I want to jump into hearing, um, you know, just some of your experiences of how prayer has impacted, um, has impacted your faith. But Jalen, before we do that, I was just going to say, um, I'd, I'd also like to hear what, you know, like, what does your prayer life look like? Right. Just, you know, besides, well, hey, besides, you know, besides what, the benefits you have reaped of prayer. Okay. What does just, you know, your prayer life um, look like? That's a great question. And uh, I think even from as I was listening to you all speak about what you had discussed, the biggest 
uh, key or the biggest principle that I've learned uh, when it comes to prayer is it's based in relationship. Um, how you approach prayer is how you uh, approach God in your relationship. Like how, how like you were talking wow. about how you come to him. It, it's based on your relationship with him and um, realizing that it is a relationship. You know, it's not just a, uh, some giant God sitting on a throne in heaven waiting to take down your request. It's actually you approach him like you have a relationship. And right. so I think that's been the, the, uh, just the the revelation or the the paradox shift of wow, I'm talking to the all supreme holy God, who's creator, you know, omnipresent, omnipotent, you know, yeah, omniscient, all that, yeah. all those things, and I'm in a relationship with Him. Like it's like I know Him. I yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I yeah. Love that. And, and I'm getting to know Him, and He's getting, and I'm, and He's but He's he already knows me. Yes. But, yes. you know, he, he's in, he's engaging with me as he's getting to know, like he's getting to know me. And, and so it, it transforms how you come, how you approach and how you even, um, believe. Um, like you said, when you know that he's God, he's holy, and then, you know, he's a father, he's loving, you approach him like he's a father. Yeah. And yeah. so kind of like, and, like yeah. you, yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. You, you got kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you got a wife, Four kids, kids and, and so a like, wife how they approach you is different. Yes. Right? Like you could tell when your kids want something. Yep. They, they come with a certain approach, right? And a certain tone. Yes. And they be like, okay, what do you want? Yeah. I know you're coming <laughs> for something and stuff. And so like, it's that relationship and the way that they come to you as their father. Like when we go to our father in heaven right. and yeah. we go to pray, like there's a certain way that we do we it. We do it. Yes. Yeah, and and even from, um, even get into that just a certain way, and get into the question of you know what is my prayer life like now, it changes, it it it, it grows. It's different from you know season to season because how daddy, as I know my brother right. Ubi likes to say, he yeah. calls the father daddy. Yeah. Daddy responds differently Different, sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I'm learning yeah. that it is so. Yeah. It, it's it seems so crazy. It seems so just wow. Like what. You know, sometimes he's quiet. For example, one of the things I've learned of daddy and father, how he's he's quiet when you're taking a test or when he he wants you I to pass yeah, something or he puts like you that. something that yeah. he's already taught you. For example, you know, when God, he, he you know, he a lot of times when you're a parent, he you he has you focus in. At least I know for me, he has right. you focus in on your children because he says, come to us, come to him like he's a, 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 a come to him as a child. Yeah. Yeah. And so I watch my kids and. He'll just highlight what they do and how they come to me, how they ask me. or, And, for example, uh, you know, uh, if I've already told my son to, hey, go clean this up or go pick this up out of your room or go, go do this, and he hasn't done it, and he's doing other stuff, he's getting distracted, how am I going to respond as a father? Right. Yep. And, you know, right. we, if we take that situation and compare it to our relationship with our yeah, Heavenly Father yeah. and – God may have told us to do something. God may have, you know, already given us instructions and vision and, and, you know, he's already given us purpose and the grace to do it. And we're distracted doing other things. Yep. And then we go to, go to prayer and we're like, well, what's going on? Something feels different. Right. Yep. You know, like, why is, why is dad seem, why does it feel like he's tense with me right now? Right. You know? 
And um, so one of the things I've learned is how God, he, he responds differently in different seasons or, yeah. you know, when he's teaching me something or um, maybe um, I'm focused on the wrong thing of talking to him about the wrong thing and he wants to talk about something else. And so uh, learning that really changes again the approach and how I come right. back to him yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Um, what he's teaching me at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so there's something you touched that you mentioned just in passing, but I, I think it's worth actually addressing, right? Because you said that there are times where you come into prayer and it just feels like, like, yep. like there's something different or there's something in between, um, you know, you and the Father, yeah, right. So, so I, I, I'd like us, I, I like you to talk about that a little bit because I think you know. You know, and you know, as the the some Christians from from different traditions, sure. where, um, you know, where for us prayer is just this: it's, hey, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and pray. Sometimes it's I'm gonna read a prayer or I'm gonna recite a prayer that I mm-hmm. mem- I've memorized. And we know that there's nothing wrong with that if those prayers we are reciting are the true reflection or right. the true expression of our heart, right? But you touch on something that. Um, that you know that I think is worth addressing, which is this idea of where my emotions and, okay. and you know the role my emotions and my feelings, um, the role they play in prayer, mm-hmm. right? Because um, I think you know some people can hear that and be like, "Oh, there you go again talking about feelings." When the truth is, at least in my opinion, that I am an intellectual person, so right. I think my prayer should reflect the fact that I use my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Because, because I'm an intellectual person, but I'm also an, an emotional being. Right. So it shouldn't be strange or alien then that to some degree or in some way, my emotions and feelings are engaged in my prayer and that it is not impossible for God or his spirit to communicate th- to me. Right. Through my emotions and feelings. So, so if you could, if you don't mind just, you know, just addressing that. Absolutely. You know, what does it look like in prayer? to trust your feelings into enough to know that, hey, God is communicating something or that my feelings are consistent with with what's happening, Yeah, right? I, I, I believe the key is um, just know, getting back to submission. I, right. Submission is at the root, um, because here's what you here's what we have to understand. If God has created us in His image and likeness, He's right. given us emotions, and yes. emotions are yeah. a good thing. But we we can obviously take a good thing and it can become a bad thing, yeah. or we it can, can be use it right as yeah. with anything else. And so the question is like, how do you how do you trust your emotions in prayer? How do you know if it's you or if it's right. actually God yeah. moving by yeah. His Spirit upon you? And that would that would be the initial. Am I submitting? my emotions to God in prayer. Okay. Right. Am I submitting my soul, you know, the, the inner you, the, your will and right. intellect and e- even your emotions to the Holy spirit in prayer. Right. Okay. And when you've come to that place of you've, you, you've submitted, you know, maybe I'm upset at something. Right. Okay. Already coming into prayer and I may have an agenda or a, an idea of how I should handle that thing because I'm upset at that thing. But, if the Holy Spirit brings it up and I says something like, or, or you know, he come, brings a scripture to mind and talking about forgiveness and maybe I don't want to forgive yet, or maybe I'm <laughs> still right. upset and I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to hold on to this. To this yeah. Well then that's where you have, um, 
the decision you have to make. Am I going to submit this anger or this emotion of uh, of just just even hurt or, or pain, mm-hmm. this feeling to the Lord, or am I going to move in my own feelings? Right. So right. It, I, I believe the key is submitting the emotion, saying and being honest, and yeah. and and just yeah. flat out, you know, if I might say, naked before the Lord and yeah. say, hey. Um, and naked in spirit and saying, hey, I, I'm angry about this. Right. This is what I want to do. And line out the things that you, you want to do. You know, you want to, Lord, I want to tell this person this, or I want to, I feel like this. And, you know, because again, this gets into that relationship yes. and knowing that you can be honest with the Lord. Because he already knows. He already knows. He sees your thoughts. He yeah. sees what you're thinking about yeah. planning. And and so being honest before the Lord, and if it's, even if it's journaling it out yeah. to where you can actually see this is how I feel. Right. And then once you get your emotions out and say, okay, God, this is how I feel. Now, how do you feel about this? Right. What are you saying? And so that, like, that really okay. that really hits on yeah. you know, submitting to the will of will, God. That's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and I, I love, you know, I, I love and I appreciate the fact that, you know, like the way, you know, just the way you, you, you gave your answer, it's not void of reason. Right. And, Right. And you may not have used these words, but what I'm hearing is, hey, you can actually bring your emotions under the superintendency of Scripture. Yeah. Right. Right. Hey, yeah. how I'm feeling, the Scripture seem to be in harmony right. with this feeling right now. Right. If it's not in harmony with this feeling right now, I either need to repent of it, because if I hold on to it and... I'm holding on to an emotion that is inconsistent with God's heart. And I come into prayer and I sense a distance or a displeasure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that sense of displeasure <laughs> is not one I imagined. Obviously, I know that God wants me not to harbor. Right. God yeah. doesn't want me harboring this, this sentiment or this emotion. Well, you know, yeah. and you know what's, what's great about the word is that when you read it and it lives in you. Right. That, like you go into prayer you already have an idea, like, okay, I kind of know this. This <laughs> right. ain't quite right, but yeah. I know that I need to pray. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and you have to make that decision of am I going to switch and shift? Yeah. And like we referenced how uh before Christ was going to the cross and how he was saying, you know, if there be any other way to do this, yep. to take this cup yeah. and stuff and like but he ultimately yielded to the will of God Amen. and stuff. And But yeah. like we go into prayer and we kind of know that there's some things that we need to address. And it's like, uh, it's like a burden on us. Yeah. It's like, uh, like a knowing that, mm-hmm. okay, I need to fix this and get this right. Yeah. And stuff. And then like, I love how scriptures will come to mind, uh, how your mind will be quickened and those things will, will come to the forefront. It's like, okay, okay. This is what God is saying to me. Like this yeah. is what the word says, and and it's brought back to your remembrance, and so that's what I love about prayer and what you were describing. You're like, okay, I need to bring this under subjection to subjection, God yes. and the will of God. How do I fix this? What does the word say about this? Yeah. Now, so Josh, you use the phrase, right? You use the word, and as soon as you used it, I kind of nodded because I'm like, yeah, I know what you mean, and I think I I heard, um, I think I heard Jalen go like, uh huh, like you know, but. It's interesting because that's a word. It's almost like a King James word. That's a word where it's either if you've not been in church for a while mm-hmm. or you don't read the King James, you don't know. And the word was, it's quickened to my memory. Yes. Okay. Right. Like, okay. Imme- like, you, yeah. like we didn't even pause. <laughs> yeah. We did not yeah. even pause. <laughs> right. We knew, imme- we immediately knew 
or what you meant by quicken. So I love that you bring that up because what I want to ask you, Jalen, is what what role or what does it look like um, for the Holy Spirit? What what does it look like to be led or yielded to the Holy Spirit in prayer? Okay, right? Because because of course you know the yeah. minute we say that word quicken, we yeah, right? We yeah. immediately we we just yeah. know. Hey, yeah, it doesn't matter whether quicken scripture quicken that we know that you know we at, we connect that word, the quickening work with the person of the Holy Spirit. So what does it look like? Um, how, I guess my question is, what does the activity of the Holy Spirit look like in your in your prayer life? Well, even as he was talking, I was thinking to even go all the way there for the intellectual person. Right. It, you, if you think about it, your mind controls your emotions yes. naturally. Yeah. Your, your, the, mm-hmm. the mind houses the, the emotions. Yeah. And so when when Josh was talking about bringing the scriptures already come to mind right, sometimes yeah. even before prayer, well, that could be the the per, yeah. that could, I believe that's the person of the Holy Spirit already working with your mind intellectually, putting scriptures in your mind, in head, yes. you know, to to begin to direct you, yeah. begin to nudge you. I mean, one hundred percent working in that. your conscious, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. your conscious, you know, knowing of just the awareness of okay, here I am, here this is, I you know, I'm I'm in existence. He's already breathing in our yeah. in our conscience, so he's already working, working with the intellectual. Yeah. Um, even really before you hit the emotions, so it, so it's not like the Holy Spirit comes and says, "Hey, Jalen, this is the Holy Spirit." Yeah, right. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like you, you know. It, I I guess you know. At least I guess for me, like, it's w- one of the ways I you know one of the ways I know I know it's him. Yeah, is I'm like no, I I I wouldn't think that. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like uh-huh. I'm like it's kind of like I don't know me. I, I, I can admit that I do not know myself okay. as well as God knows myself. Yeah. But I know myself well enough to know I wouldn't think that thought. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't I I no, I wouldn't think to be that nice yeah. or to be yeah. that kind. Or I wouldn't even think to pray about this issue in this way. And yet there's this sense, it's like a strong urging yeah. to know this is what you want to pray. Right. Or this is how you wanna you know, you bring this before God. And I can tell Okay, yeah, because I, I that's not what I was planning. Yeah. Right. For me it's right. usually yeah. but I feel this way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but I feel yeah. like this. And I think too, it's it's really there's a peace that comes. Right. There's a there's a rich, deep peace. And not just to say that everything is, you know, peaches and roses right. and apple cakes or apple pies and everything. There's, there's a quiet there's a there's, there's a stillness. Yeah, right. There's not, a, yeah. a even a reverence. Right. Um that comes when you you know when it's the will of God, right. um, just just that knowing yeah. it, it, there's a sense of peace and there's rest. There's um, it's easy, easy. you know. Yeah. It, you know, like you said, I wouldn't think like that, right? Yeah. And then you know, you you begin to think about it and think about it more, and yeah. it's like okay, and it's always consistent with scripture, right? Yep. That's that's it's absolute. all. It's like it's all always. I mean, there are times where I've, I've been troubled about something, you know, and I'm coming into prayer with this sense of panic. Mm. Like when I'm coming like, God, I need you to show up. And I come into prayer and the first thought that comes into my head is, thank God for that situation. And I'm like, that was not, yeah, yeah, right. that was not, not what, what I, I was do. planning on doing. <laughs> right, so right. I was planning on saying, Father, don't you see what's going on? Yeah, right. And now this thought pops into my head and says, actually, thank God that for you're that going to this situation. And I'm like, Okay, and then you know, and then we have scriptures that say that don't just say 
thank God. You know, the, you know, the, the one that's popular is in every situation, thank God. But yeah, there's mm-hmm. also a scripture that says, thank God for every situation, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay, that was not my plan. Right, right. I would never have thought that. Yeah. I, but now here's what I'm being urged to do. Right. That before I present my request and ask God to remove it, that I actually even ask him to I even thank him for it. Or that I actually say instead of, you know, I, you know, that there are times where, especially if I'm in a difficult situation, where the thought that comes to mind is, actually be, you know, before you ask God to remove that situation, have you considered asking him what you're supposed to learn from mm, it? Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, like these are thoughts that, you know, so myself, I can't speak for you or Josh, no, that's that myself. I'm like, that's not what I was planning yeah. on asking. Right. But it's consistent right. with scripture. Right. Yeah. And so so where else, you know, that ain't Satan. Right. 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 I know it's not me. Right. You're right. Yeah. And it's that's not it. Satan. Satan, you know, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> so we start to you know, but um but yeah. So I, yeah. I think what you just said was big. Like so when you said it's not me, it's not, not Satan, Satan, right? Oftentimes people will attribute the fact that you're going through something, right. like, oh, he ain't living right. Mm-hmm. He's struggling. Yeah. He ain't doing this. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah, sick. Yeah, he yeah, 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 he ain't yeah. blessed. Yeah. And stuff. And sometimes, you know, it is you going through something so that God can show himself mighty to you. Right. Absolutely. And you're supposed to go through it a certain with a certain temperament, yeah. with a certain attitude. Yeah. And so anytime that there's something that's lingering around, and that's sort of thing. You, the first question you should ask, okay, God, what are you trying to show me? That's right. That's right. Because it's not just going to linger around just to be lingering around, yeah. hanging out. Say, so, oh, you know, I'm bad times. I'm yeah. here to just hang out with Jalen. Yeah. Now, there's something for you to learn if it's constantly lingering around. Right. And not everything that happens that we may say is negative is from the enemy. Right. Right. And, and, yeah. and what I was going to say, what, what, what that is exactly is apparent who's teaching their child. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting back to relationship. If, if I enter a situation and I'm in it, it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. And then you, you be, you, you, you tell us to ask the question, okay, God, what are you trying to show me? Could it be that God was already trying to show me something as a hit, as, as my father, he's right. already trying to teach me, yes. you know, mm-hmm. and mature me. So he's already drawing us. Drawing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, just I'm, I'm hearing us, right? And something I notice is that it's almost, it's really subtle, but I notice that we, that we are actually trying to help our audience and our li- listeners make sense of what it means to be yielded or to know when the Holy Spirit is active or yep. working or communicating. Um, and I, and you know, like, there's this, this, it's a subtle temptation, but and I think. And the reason why I say it's a subtle temptation is because it's as simple as this. You just go, you're just going to know. And you know, like no one ever wants to hear that, right? Because, <laughs> right. because we are such, you know, like, like we are such intellectual people and we live in a time where there's so much access, to inf- this quick access yep. to tons of information. So it's almost like we have been trained to believe, hey, if you can't give me the information, Right or yep. make it make sense, then it can be real. Right. And I'm look, white, like that's yeah. like that's my natural wiring. Yeah. I, look, I, but, I think I can, I think I can take it a step further to actually tell people what it feels like. But, but see, see, so for me, the danger in that is the danger in seeing what it feels like is what I found. You know, it's sometimes it's subjective. Okay, yeah. right? Because sometimes that's what it feels like for me. me. Uh-huh. Right. 
especially if we go into this whole idea of personal relationship, right? Right, right? We know that we know that our faith is corporate, that there are certain things that yep. Jesus requires and does for everybody for the Christian. The Christian right. Yep, so I'm yep. like, hey, before we go on this personal relationship tip, let's also recognize that there is a corporate that there's a yeah. corporate relationship. If we have common to faith in Christ, there is a corporate dimension that I would even argue is the primary mode of experiencing the person of Christ, mm-hmm, even yeah. more so than our personal relationship. So that that's why when when you know sometimes when I people ask me, Ubi, what does it you know what is it like when the Holy, I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm hesitant to do that because. God may not be teaching you that lesson right. or that may not be what happens for you. I mean, you know, right. you, you look at the story of Samuel. Yeah. The, the very first time Samuel encounters Yahweh is very different from the way Jeremiah encounters Samuel, mm-hmm. uh, encounters Yahweh. It's very different from the way Daniel or Ezekiel encounter Yahweh. So I'm like, uh, if I'm going to share this with you, you need to understand that this is my right. story. Right, yeah. right. It's not... An absolute story. It, the only way I can answer that question for you is to say, "Hey, go to the Bible." Right. Yep. Right. Go to the Bible, and the, and what I see from the Bible is God saying, "When I speak to you, or when I when I move you, don't worry. Right. Yep. You'll, You'll know, know <laughs> it's me. Yep. Right. If your desire is to love me and to walk with me, when I do move on you, or prompt you, or communicate with, to you, you will know oh. it's me. Amen. Tell me you if know. this resonates with you guys. So as it relates to prayer and God speaking, the reason I was saying that I think I can say something that will resonate with everyone. Have you ever had someone to tell you something difficult and you did not have a response? You were like, you know what? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I was thinking like, so I, I flash back to this, this uh, story where I was uh, 12 years old. I was up, in Muncie, Indiana, staying with my aunt for the summer, me and my older brother. And uh, me and my brother, we have the same father, different mothers. His mother sent some money with him uh, for the summer. My mother couldn't. And uh, so, like, for weeks, the first few weeks of the summer, my brother was sharing his money that his mother sent with him there. And we were going to the movies every day. We were buying candy and popcorn every day. You guys and, were living uh, it up. We were wow. living it up on his money, yeah. right? <laughs> and so we go to the grocery store, and uh, right there in the little vent that blows the little air on the vegetables, right? there was 20 bucks in the vent. And, like, well, I'm 12 years old. I'm like, I found 20 bucks. right? And so I'm like, 20 bucks? This is like a week worth of yeah. going to the movies for both of us. And so my aunt, she says, so are you going to share that money with your brother? No, I, I'm not sharing this money. I just found this money. Like, he got his own money, and, you know, I'm about to spend this and be able to live it up, too. And uh, she talked to me <laughs> that evening, and wow. she was like, "Yeah, I'm so ashamed. She said that you would even think like that. Wow. And your brother has been sharing his money with yes. you all these weeks. And you find $20, and you forget about all the all stuff that. that he's done. Yeah. And, like, it hit me so close to home that I didn't have a response. And I was like, you know, I feel this way, like I should keep this money because I don't have any money of my own. But when she said what she said, it was so accurate and so honest that I didn't have a rebuttal. And I was like, you know what? She's right. 
and like that feeling of hearing something that you may not agree with or your spirit may not agree with at the time. You're like, I'm angry. I'm upset. Yeah. I want to feel this certain Mm -hmm. kind of way. I'm going into prayer and I feel like this should be the solution. Right. And when God shows you, no, this is the way, this is what my will is. It's that same feeling of, you know what? He's right. Regardless of how I feel. That's right. Yeah. 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 And so that that may not be the case every time, but like that for me is for sure, one of the ways that God's communicating no, to me. No, so, 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 okay, so hearing you, you know, hearing, hearing that, I'm like, okay, you see, so for me, the I would just simply say that is the convicting work of work of the Holy Spirit in the life yeah, of yeah, where yeah. I'm, I'm either coming to prayer or coming out of prayer, and I'm convinced, I'm, you know, like I'm convinced that my approach, like I know wrong. how this is yeah. supposed this, to this go, is, right, and um, and you know, and and. At least for me, and my, what I found is nine out of ten times that conviction always lines up with scripture. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I would say ten out of ten, 10 times. Yeah. It always. Yeah. You know, and, and I remember it in my earlier years as a Christian, where I, you know, I wasn't as familiar with scripture. Where and that's when, and you know, that's when it, that that was when it felt really heavy because I yeah. didn't know scripture, but I would have these feelings or these promptings. Yep. And then when I would talk to someone who was more mature, they'll say, "Hey, Ubi, you know, the Bible says that." Mm. You know, yeah. You know, it was yeah. Really, yeah. You know, so, but so that and that 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 kind of confirmed, like, wow, you know, the Holy Spirit is really teaching, yeah, and convicting me. You know, now, you know what I would do when I would get that feeling? I'm like, I know what's in there somewhere. I can't remember I, where. Yeah, right. I'm yeah, like, thank right. God for Google. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. So now, so so many years, you know, fast forward many years later where I now have a better handle on scripture, it doesn't seem so miraculous anymore. But that's because as soon as that conviction comes in, it's like, I know the scripture. Does that make sense? So right, like, yep, right. But then I'm like, okay, yeah, that, you know, that that lines up, that conviction that's a scriptural conviction, and if I'm not thinking on that line, and yet it's coming into my heart, yep, that that's the Lord. One right. of the works is, so, of the Holy Spirit is to bring things back to that, our memory. Exactly. So, yes. That quickening. There you go. That yeah. that quickening. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that quickening. <laughs> that quickening. No, for real. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm probably supposed to yeah. do that scripture, right? right. So, <laughs> so Jalen, I, I gotta ask you a question though, because I know that yeah. this is something that you know our audience and our listeners may struggle with. I know it's something that I struggle with. Um, you know, in the uh, early parts of my faith uh which is how long do you pray right how long and how often right do you pray personally personally yeah Uh, so i would say i have i try to have set times of prayer right why because i recognize it's needful at this okay this point in my journey with right with with the lord um, just to uh, soak in and get in his presence. You know, right. Psalm 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, just dwelling in his presence, right, you know, just to right, get right. to know him and, and be be around him. Um, it's, it changes you and it helps yeah. you get to know his, his person, how he is through his Holy Spirit. And so I recognize at this point I need that time, just like in the natural, I need time to eat. I need time to, yeah. you know, sleep, drink, you know, all those things. So I try to make sure I have I have a set time. You know, okay. I like to pray early. One of the scriptures I was actually meditating on yesterday was Psalm sixty three, when David he calls out to God and he says, "Early will I, I seek, seek Thee." You, yes. yeah. Something about praying in the morning. Yeah. 
So one of my special times is I pray and I try to pray in the morning. Now, as far as time wise, um, at this point, I usually like to try to pray an hour, but sometimes okay. with kids and things, um, right. work and stuff, and you know, if I get up late, it doesn't always end up being necessarily an hour on the dot. Okay. Um, but I try to make sure I, I spend about an hour in prayer right, set right. time. Yeah. So if I have my set times, but be even beyond my set times, you know, the Holy Spirit is with us all day long. Yeah. yeah. So he, he's constantly, you know, drawing us nearer, yeah. making us more aware, you know, throughout the day. And so I found that it crosses over into meditation. Yep. Meditating on his word day word, and night. Yes, yes. And so when I find myself huh. after prayer meditating on a scripture or um, just thinking about maybe what the Holy Spirit was bringing to my mind in prayer. Yeah, or maybe okay. I, I haven't finished <clears throat> praying about that thing that was bothering me and I'm, it is still on my mind, but I'm still, you know, talking it out with the Lord throughout right. the day um, while I'm doing the dishes or, or you know, uh, in between coming yeah. up, going upstairs or go, coming downstairs or, you know, taking that drive in the car on the way to work or school or, you know, yeah. whatever. I, I may talk it out with the Lord um, in passing right? because he can, he can again, deal with you in your conscience and in your emotions throughout the day. Yeah. But when you posture yourself to be a son who loves him and he loves you, he can deal with you whenever. Yeah. Yep. And we, we, we could Amen. be finding yeah. ourselves on the yeah. 14th floor in in this building, this wonderful building. And all of a sudden he prompts us. He, yeah. he quickens us. Yeah, he quickens <laughs> us. Right, right, right. You know, he brings you got, something. You got to KJV it up. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to KJV it up. He quickeneth thy soul. <laughs> <That's, you know? laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we yeah. find ourselves talking yeah. about it. That sounds yeah. poetic. That sounds very poetic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we yeah. come into the place in our, our, our beings and we, we dwell with brethren. We cometh and dwell with brethren, and we find yeah. ourselves talking about the Lord, and all of Amen. a sudden, He may use somebody else, yeah, to deal with something that um, you've been talking about yeah. or, or yeah. praying to Him about yeah. in secret. And so, like yeah. yeah, so my 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 prayer, I have set times, but I'm praying constantly. I'm yeah. talking to the Lord constantly. Well, that's me. Know? I just even in my constantly. mind, yes. you know, even yes. without sometimes vocalizing the words, I'm. You know, in my mind, you're praying. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think, I think that, you know, that that action of, you know, even praying mentally, right? If we, if we can call it that, I think, the, I think that captures the scripture where Paul says, um, "Pray without ceasing." Yes, yep. right. Yes, you know, um, I, you know, I, I think it's when it's when you know it's maintaining that, maintaining that almost. You know, just maintain, maintaining that thought that God is constantly present. Right. Right. And because you have that thought that God is const- constantly present, it, it is nothing for you to think a prayer. Yeah. Right. That's right. the best way I can put it. It's like to intentionally just, you're driving. And I'm like, well, yep. I can't just start talking or I'm in a meeting. I can't just start, stop stop this meeting to pray. Right. But right. while I'm communicating in this meeting, I'm actually turning my thoughts yeah, to God it. and it, communicating something intentional to him. Like this, you know. this is, this is the practical side of me. Like, so my oldest daughter's dating, right? Oh, she's <laughs> right. She's always on her phone. The phone is always on like yeah. her and her boyfriend yeah. are on the phone. The phone might be muted, but it's always on. And so, you know, I'm thinking, okay, if we were like that with God, where the line is always open right. and it's always on, it's like, okay, at any moment I can talk to God yes. or it, God could communicate to me, yes. you know, uh, 
or show me something. That's it. Right? I love and, that. Yeah. You know, young people do that with their friends now. Like my youngest daughter, she's always on the phone with her yeah. best friend. And she's, I'm like, who's on the phone? She's like, oh, dad, you know who it is. Yeah. 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 Her friend, McKenna. Yeah. And they're always on the phone. They yeah. play games. Even if they're not talking to one another, they're on FaceTime. Right. And like, so when I think about that, I'm like, you know, I try to do that with God. Yeah. And so when I, oh, I'll pray, like but then that. I'm keeping the, the phone, yeah. the line on. That's I'm keeping right. it open. That's right. right. So like when you talk about driving and praying to God, and I'm like, I'm looking for opportunities all the yeah. time where, you know, God will provide an opportunity for me to show somebody else what it right. looks like to live for him. I'm looking for opportunities, you know, uh, just openings uh, all the time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, God, so, you know, what can I do in this situation? Yeah. Show me something. Tell me something. You know, bring to my remembrance something. And so in everything in my daily life, I try to relate it to something biblical. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, okay, my daughter's being on the phones with their friends is like talking to God, yeah. keeping the line open. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So that's like saying, um, don't hang up. When, when I, when yeah. I when, you know, like when, when I close my prayer with, in Jesus' name, amen, I'm not closing my prayer. I'm just closing You're not that. hanging up. Right. I'm just closing that request. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Right. That's right. Like, yeah. like the channel is still, still open at any point in time. And that's how you know, I, I that's send, how I proceed I in life. I'm like, every day that's it. Yeah. That I'm keeping the line open. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I just asked about this. But in a couple minutes, I might be talking about praying about this other yeah. thing. And I just keep the line open. It's a continuous thing. Yeah. All right. So, Jalen, so here's here's a question for you then. Okay, because we know that, that that there is this free flowing organic openness, right? Where at any point in time I can think up a prayer or whisper a prayer um, to God in my heart and in my mind. But as it has to do with the intentional discipline of prayer, where you say, "Hey, you know, I set aside a time in the morning, yep. and I typically try to pray for an hour." What happens, you know, as I know they happen? What happens in those seasons or those times where um, you, you you know you miss praying that morning, mm-hmm. or, or you fall of, asleep, right? Or you fall asleep <laughs> instead of praying for an yeah. hour, you know you pray for ten minutes. Yep. Um, you know, and and you know you know because for you know how do you handle that? Do you do you feel off? Do you feel wrong? Do you feel judged? You know, like what? How do you respond? The answer to this question is is knowing that your father loves you and cares for you. Okay. And um, you may feel like you missed out or, man, oh, my goodness, you may feel that you start condemning yourself. But remembering right. that your father loves you and he understands you, he knows you. Yeah. And he, he may have known you stayed up late a little bit to maybe work on some work or some homework um, and on, on, on that the, the previous day and he under he he'd rather have the quality of one 10 minute prayer than just the unquality or just the quantity of our prayer Amen. you know yeah. if like, god is eternal which we know time he, he's not doesn't mean anything but right. I, I wake you up right and i think what um what I do for uh, just for a practical example of what I do when maybe I miss a morning prayer, like oh man, I fell asleep or I didn't get up this morning, I I still try to give him my first fruits. You know, 
You know, let's say I my I plan to get up at five thirty, but I don't get up to about five fifty. Yeah. Or, or or even six, six fifteen. Let's be real. You know, sometimes yeah. we sleep all the way in. There's seven, eight. Right. And I'm like, okay, I I missed my prayer, but okay, God, I thank you for waking me up this morning. Right. Yep. You know, I was one of the things that practically helps you, you know, continue that prayer life is giving thanks and praise. Yep. Um, you know, the Bible says that he inhabits the praises of Israel. Right. Israel is are, are his people. Mm-hmm. You know, when we begin to praise God and thank him and appreciate him, yeah. that keeps the relationship going. Yep. You know, he understands that, you know, we go through human things and yeah. different seasons in our life. And so he, he may not be expecting us to uh, pray four hours laid out in the floor or something with right. our Bibles right next to us. Right. You know, we may have a meeting, you yeah. know, to yeah. do a yeah. podcast. And yeah. so he understands that's not, it, it, that might not be the expectation. Yeah. So just like if you were in a relationship with a person, you know, y- y- he, you don't expect them to always be. Um, to do certain things necessarily tending to you all right. the time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's yeah. say you, you, you know, you met, uh, at 7 PM, but because things change now you're meeting at four. So, you know, right. things change just that. And that's what I was getting at when, you know, seasons change right. of, of my yeah. prayer life. So, you know, father, he, he's not always expecting me to lay, you know, eight to hours follow, a to day. follow this protocol of the structure. Right, right. Right. So again, quality is over is quantity. Right. So yeah. I think, um, you, you remember there's an episode where I talked about, um, my new resolution, which was to memorize a scripture, a scripture yep. a week. I heard that. Um, I was like, Whoa, he's yeah. Yeah. He's, Man, yeah, Lord, I need to get on it. Well, well, here's the, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Okay, so so many weeks you, later, you, you got one. No, so many weeks later, it's still in the resolution stage. Yeah, right. But one of our listeners, um, a good friend of mine, is a youth pastor. Um, uh, I think well, he's a pastor of um at Bethel Bethel okay. Church. James Helm. Um, I know. He sent me a great guy. He sent me a text to encourage me, and he said, "Here's a statement that one of our other pastors, a great guy, also um Chuck Elliott." usually makes and he said the state and you know he, he texted to me he says um be encouraged right he says be encouraged brother um then it says pastor chuck elliott usually says quit again start again wow uh, like you know and i i yep. read that i was like dude that is so freeing yeah and so powerful you know yep. i'm like dude listen you are in the hands of a father that's who right loves the heck out of you that's yep. right so you've made a commitment to pray you know, for an hour to pray in the morning, you quit, you fell off, you know, get back on, you quit again, start again. Start again. And I read and I was like, that was, you know, it's so, it was just it's so freeing, simple, right? but so freeing, yeah. you know. Because like for so, me, the way I think about it, I'm like, when you were saying I get up early to pray and that sort of stuff, I'm like, I don't get up early to pray, but sometimes <laughs> I stay up late and stuff and it gets Why? to be like yep. two, three yeah. in the morning. Yep. And I know every morning when I get up, I try to start the day with victories, which is thanking God for waking up. And that sort of thing, I'm like, and I wake up in a state of grace and praising God, yeah. you know, appreciating yeah. another day of life, even if the day's, if yeah, I know the day's going to be yeah. tough. Right. Yes, and I right. get in the shower and I'm praising God. I'm like, God, show me opportunities today. You know, provide, you know, put me in the right path or the right people. That's so right. That, you know, yeah. I could say something or maybe they could say something to me yeah. and, uh, you know, that will bless my life or bless their life. And I'm like, if I miss a time where okay, I didn't get to pray that long. I got interrupted. Had to take care of some business. It doesn't bother me because I'm coming back. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I'm that. going to pray Love when that. I'm in the car. I'm going yep. to pray when I'm in the elevator. Whenever I have some time to to talk to them. Yes, because yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. So, um, 
I like us closing closing this note. Um, Jalen, you know, do it however you want to do it, but um, walk us through how how prayer has impacted your life. Whether you know, if you if you just want to share a story, you know, or of of how prayer has impacted your life. I mean, however you want to do it, um, you know, how has prayer um, impacted your life? Prayer has impacted my life because it has become my life. I, I, I find myself living in prayer, living in communication with right. my father. Yeah. And I've learned that just like um, the sun or yeah. the, the plants need the sun, we need the father's communication. Uh, just like we need food to eat you know, to sustain ourselves and have energy. We need the Father's communication. Um, just like we need water. Um, just like we need vegetables, food. We, yeah. we might not get it. Yeah. We might sometimes not choose it enough, but we still need it. Yeah. I, I recognize that it is, it's needful. Yeah. Um, one passage that comes to my mind in Scripture is when uh, Jesus is, I believe, at Martha's house. It's yeah. Martha and Mary, and he's sitting there teaching. And uh, Martha is up busy trying to get yes. prepared for the dinner and cook. And then she's, as she's being prepared, as she's preparing and Jesus is teaching, uh, she starts to get a little upset and frustrated because she's she's busy with so much. And Mary is sitting at Jesus's feet. And Martha gets upset and says, Jesus, come. I mean, aren't you going to tell her to get up and help me, you know, cook yeah. the greens and yeah. uh, get the chicken prepared? You know, yeah. I'm just. Um, making it plain. Artistic license. Yes, yeah. Paraphrase. Go ahead. Yeah. Paraphrase. And so right. Jesus says, Martha, Martha, the King James uses cumbered about many things. You're, yeah. you're busy. You're, you're worried about many things, Martha. Mm-hmm. And he looks and he tells Mary, he says, Mary has chose, chosen yes. the, the needful thing, yes. and that won't be taken from her. Yes. And so um, what I've learned is there are things in this walk there are things that we need in this walk with the Lord that are needful, that are, you know, that are needful, yes. needful. Yeah. That mean, meaning we can't live without, we can't do a relationship without. Right. Um, just like if we were in communication with our spouse, you know, or weren't in com- communication with our spouse, we couldn't have a relationship. Right. Amen. So yeah. if we are on a journey with the Lord and walking with the Lord, being intellectual and emotional and open and honest and one with the Lord, we, we can't We're missing it. We can't do it without yeah. prayer. And so recognizing that it's become my life. It's become, I can't live without it. Yeah. yeah. You know, my heart won't, I get, I'm at the point now I don't talk right. If I don't, if I'm not praying, I don't, if I'm not in the word, I, I don't right. think right. You know, I just start feeling different. You know, as yeah. you, as you grow and mature, you, you know, think God changes you. Yeah. And you should expect that because he's holy and he's bringing you into his, yes, who he is. Presence, yeah. yes. And, you know, you, you get rid of things. You know, you let go of things, that, weights and sins that were so easily besetting us, as the King James says. Yeah. yeah. And, and you change. And so when whenever you go through a period or a, a time where, you know, you're, you're, you're not as connected, you feel it. You do. You yeah. know it. Yeah. It's in your conscious. Yeah. You know, he, he's knocking on your heart like, hey, what, what's going on? 
You know, you haven't picked up the phone. You haven't been checking my messages. Where you at? So left me uh, on read. That's right. Yeah. You know, uh, you you ain't you ain't like my Facebook uh, post. You know, so so yeah, I've I've come to the place where it's it's needful and it's become yes. my life. Yes, become not just a part, but it's it's in there. It's it is for me to be. Prayer is so. So do you, so you so you, do you enjoy prayer? It is, or is it, it a, is, or is it still a struggle? Prayer is no longer a struggle. It's become okay. more of a thing that I can't help but to like it now. Okay. Before it was like, oh, it's wow. some work. You know, you right. hear the word prayer in church even as a kid. You're like, prayer. I'd you rather, know, I'd rather fellowship. Yeah, fellowship yeah. or eat, eat or right. you know, uh-huh. uh, but prayer. You yeah. know, okay, well, I'm coming to hear the preaching. Yeah. You know, or sing, the choir. You know, right. the singing. But what prayer? What do you mean prayer? Yeah. Prayer. But now it's like, no, prayer, you know, like, oh, I got to talk. And it's not just even that, you know, sometimes it, it's not even that title prayer. It's I need to talk to my father. To my father, yeah. I need to have, I need to commune with him. I need to, hey, what's up? You know, what, what, how do you feel? What do you feel about this, Lord? Yeah. You know, it, it's just. Yeah. It's the guidance. It's changing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dude, I love that. Yeah. Thank you, bro. For real. Yeah. God. Yo, guys, you know, this is this is why we love having guests on because they just bring Jalen Chesler. They bring it. They bring, bring it. heat today. They bring it. Um, guys, listen, there's, there's so much to God's kingdom and there's so much um, truth and so much like that. I, I don't, there's no topic that you're going to cover in one episode or four episodes. It's not right. just going to happen. But our prayer and our expectation um, knowing our father is that he's going to take this little paltry session and bless the heck out of you guys. So please be sure to like, subscribe, follow us on all the major podcast platforms and share and share. Um, Get the word out. Yeah. Guys, um, guys, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of this again. We pray that God blesses you till our next session. Um, Jalen, on that note, if you don't mind, would you do us the honor of um, closing us out in prayer? Sure, thank sure. You. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for being here, being with us, being in, in this conversation, um, giving us even just how this conversation went. You directed this whole thing, and I just appreciate that. Um, you never leave us nor forsake Amen. us, God. We yes, thank Father. you for your presence. Yes, um, not only the the awareness of you, uh, the conscious of you being around, but you your actual presence and your spirit being here with us. We thank you. Lord, we pray that you bless those that are watching and listening, that they will hear, open their ears to hear, and let them hear what the spirit has to say unto them, um, even through this podcast, God. And I pray you bless the host and the co-host, my brothers in Christ. Um, bless my sister in Christ. Bless all those that are here, God. We just thank you. We yes, praise Father. you uh, yes, for God. just how you're going to use this and touch people's lives, God. And no weapon formed against this meeting or conversation shall prosper, God. Uh, we appreciate you, Lord, and we will continue to talk to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And Father, we pray that he, that you yes, bless Jalen and his family, um, strengthen him, refresh him in his service. Um, to his church, The Rock. Um, yes. Please, Father, bless them in every way. Continue to use them to impact uh, the city of Evansville and beyond yes, God. Uh, for the sake of Amen. Jesus Christ and to the glory of your name. Uh, that we thank you for this. You are so good. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.
Amen. Don't forget to tune in next week. We've got a new topic for sessions on life. Yeah, I, you know what? And I am really excited about next week because we're actually going to have a featured guest in every single episode. Oh, right. that's um, going to be great. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Austin Maxheimer is going to be what? joining us and walking us through uh, fellowship and church, the nature of the church, the power of the Ooh, church. You better tune in. The church and testimonies of impact. Um, Austin Max Maxheimer is a great friend of mine, but he he's just, an A one dude. He oh, yeah. just he loves Jesus. Yeah, and he is gifted. At, he's very gifted and articulate when it comes to the church, the function of the church, the nature of the church. So trust me, if you guys have been missing out, um, you do not want to miss out on the next four episodes it's gonna be amazing um again hey you guys have a great week and god bless you we are out